What's up, guys? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage and the hype surrounding Trey McBride, our guy, Team DNVR. It's legit. Todd McShay released his first big board heading into the 2021 college football season. He has Trey McBride as his number one tight end overall and uh, the number 27 prospect on his big board. That's first round grade territory. He legitimately has the talent to be a first round player. And it's not just the local people that are saying it now. It is the NFL draft gurus, the people that live and breathe this like Todd McShay. He's one of the guys that I have followed, you know, throughout my career. I'm a big NFL draft guy. I'm obviously one of the hosts on the NFL draft podcast. I do my own evaluations. I've been saying that Trey McBride is a first round talent. You know, people kind of roll their eyes a little bit. Oh, that's just your guy. You know, you're a local guy. You're standing up for the CSU dude. Yes, he is a Ram, but he is that dude. And he's a beast. And we're going to talk about it here in just a second. Then I'm going to dive into a couple of questions I have about the defense heading into the season. It's stressful trying to buy a house right now. If you've attempted this process, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The housing market is crazy in Colorado. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress, they're going to take some of that worry off your plate. Mike and Virginia are proud DNVR members. They're CSU alums. They work nights, they work weekends. They do what it takes to make sure their client is getting the best loan for their situation. As mortgage brokers, they're able to shop over a dozen lenders with many different products to find the right fit for you. They want their borrowers to know who they're working with and not feel bounced around. They take the time to help their borrowers be as informed as they want every step of the way. And Mike and Virginia will take the burden off folks so they can focus on their home being a home, not just a house. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472 or again, visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, shout out Trey McBride, shout out Chevalier Mortgage, but definitely shout out Trey McBride, man. It's really exciting to see the hype surrounding him, not just from you know the people that get to know him as a person, because when you know Trey McBride, it's basically impossible not to root for the guy. He's just really humble. Local kid, obviously, that storyline was always cool. Him and Toby McBride, the brothers McBride, that's another neat storyline. But beyond that, for a player that's as talented as he is, he's always been a great leader. He's always been humble, the, the kind of guy that sets the presence with his own work ethic, not because he's you know screaming at people or anything like that. He is a bit of a trash talker, but who who doesn't love that about a guy? You know, you want your tight end to be you know throwing a little bit of shade after he throws a guy in the dirt. This is what Todd McShay had to say about Trey McBride. McBride is my top tight end right now, as he's a matchup problem who lines up out wide in the slot and in line. The tape shows him making plays downfield, adding yards after the catch, and bringing down contested balls in traffic. McBride does a nice job leveraging his routes, and he's a natural hands catcher. But as a blocker, he gets a top, a bit top-heavy at times and loses late. Averaging 15 yards per catch, McBride caught 22 passes for 330 yards and four touchdowns in just four games last season. So he did mention that Trey has a little bit of room to improve as a run blocker just from a technical standpoint. We all know that he has the mentality. Uh, the thing that I like about this he basically said exactly some of the things that I said about Trey McBride and Cameron Butler on yesterday's podcast. And it's just that 
CSU is going to have so much flexibility at that tight end position. They're absolutely stacked in that room. I'm so, so encouraged by them. I'm really excited to see. And then obviously beyond that, people are really starting to recognize the talent that Trey McBride has and his potential at the next level. Maybe 15 years ago or so, NFL teams probably weren't going to invest in a tight end as highly as they would in the modern game. I was curious, so I I looked back and went and kind of dove into the numbers of the last five NFL drafts. In the last five years, a tight end has been taken in the first round. Four of the last five years, multiple tight ends in three of those drafts. 2020 was the only year where a tight end was not taken in the first round. The highest drafted was Cole Komet at number 43. Last year, there were 10 tight ends drafted overall. The highest was Kyle Pitts at number four, the highest tight end ever. And then Pat Fryermuth at number 55, so a bit of a gap. In 2019, you had 16 tight ends drafted. TJ Hawkinson was the highest in Detroit at number eight. And then the Broncos took Noah Fant at number 20. In 2018, 15 tight ends were drafted. Hayden Hurst was the highest overall at number 25. In 2017, 14 tight ends were drafted, three in the first round. OJ Howard, number 19 overall to Tampa Bay. Evan Ingram went number 23, and David Njoku went number 29 overall. The last two years, a little bit down compared to the three years leading into that, but that kind of tells me we're due for another year with a couple of tight ends taken. I'm just stoked to see McShay buying fully into Trey McBride for all the reasons that we've said. You know, he's a complete football player. Sure, Cole Turner, he's going to put up big receiving stats at Nevada with Carson Strong. Carson Strong and Romeo Dubs also made Todd McShay's top 50. Uh, Carson Strong came in at number 31, while Dubs came in at number 41. He's a great deep ball receiver. Cole Turner, not draft eligible at this point. At least I don't believe he is. Anyways, he's he's a great receiving tight end, but he's just not as complete of a player as Trey McBride. There's a lot of hype going into the season about Jalen Waddlemeyer, the, the tight end at Texas A&M. He's a stud, I'm not going to lie. Iowa State and uh, Charlie Kohler, also a really phenomenal football player. But, you know, I've said it before. Todd McShay's saying it now. Trey McBride, as good as it gets, he can, he can do it all. He's a pass-catching threat. He can line up on the inside. He can line up... On the outside, he's a great presence in the locker room. And he's also, he's just one of those dudes that's really going to win people over at the combine, both with his physical skills, but also just the interview process. I already mentioned that anybody that meets Trey McBride, it's hard not to root for the guy. NFL teams, they're going to fall in love with him. They're going to love his mindset. They're going to love what the coaches have to say about him. I mean, anybody that's been around Trey in his career has only raved about him. I've covered him his entire time at CSU. I've, I've never had a CSU coach criticize him, not once, not even in instances where he's, you know, maybe taken the play a little bit too far and, and gotten a personal foul because you just love that. You love his mindset about him. And, and most of the time he hasn't ever put the team in position where it's, it's going to hurt them. And I don't know, he's just a good dude. I'm really excited to see what this season has in stock, uh, in store. I don't know, whatever the, the saying is for Trey McBride going to be a big year and hopefully going to finally get that bowl win. Oh, and I also want to throw it out there that the Trey McBride shirts are going to be absolutely dope. Got a little bit of a sneak peek at that from our designer, Eric, a.k.a. D-Line, the other day. Y'all are going to love them. I have imagined they're going to fly off the shelves. If you are heading into DNVR, the CSU shirts seem to really be selling a... They're just selling like hotcakes lately, and that's dope. That's super dope. 
But if you want to get one, you know, maybe either place your order now or head in there and grab a Wagyu burger and pick one up yourself just before they sell out. Because I have a feeling if CSU gets off to a hot start, you know, might be out of shirts after a while, you can get them in shields and we'll always order more down the line. I'm just saying we got football season coming up. You want to be feeling good. You want to be rocking your fresh CSU gear. Now is the time to pick it up. So grab your Border War shirt, grab your Defend the Fort shirt, and then obviously you got to cop that Trey McBride shirt when it comes out real soon. Just so it's on your radar, we are going to have a watch party up in Fort Collins at Panhandler's Pizza for the Toledo game. So I won't be traveling for that one. We'll be in Fort Collins watching it with you. Should be a blast. You know, it's going to be a day game. We'll get over nice and early, have a little bit of pizza for lunch, maybe some brews. Going to be a dope, dope afternoon. Really looking forward to it. Hope you guys come out there and hang out with me. All right, there's some construction noise outside. Hopefully I'm able to edit it all out, but in case I'm not, we're going to try and push through here. My first question for the defensive side of the football is just, you know, how many snaps can these starting defensive backs play for the Rams and who else breaks out? You assume that Marshawn Cameron and Rashad Ajayi, your most experienced corners, are going to be your starters on the outside kind of unclear what the future holds for Linwood Crump at this point. I've already talked about on a couple of previous podcasts. We learned from Steve Adazio that he has an upper body injury. He tweeted out that he's, you know, tired of the setbacks. We still don't know what his timetable for return looks like. Obviously, that's pretty unfortunate. I mean, you brought him in hoping to alleviate some of the stress on Cameron and Ajayi because you like what you have in both of those guys. Those are two guys that have both played at high levels at various points of their career. Ajayi really flashed early in his career, had some struggles, and then I thought he came together, played pretty well you know, at times in 2019 and 2020. It's just a matter of him staying healthy. He has been a little bit injury-plagued over the last couple of seasons. And then, you know, Marshawn Cameron, he came in and, and transferred in from Northern Colorado, had a really, really strong season for CSU last year, kind of broke out as the Rams' best cornerback. You're excited for him, and, and you're glad that you have both of those guys back. Outside of those two, with Linwood Crump looking injured, you know, you have a lot of young and, and unproven players, a lot of freshmen, redshirt freshmen, maybe sophomores in some cases. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it gives younger guys an opportunity to break out. If they are ready, you know, you have the potential of them playing multiple seasons because of it. Adazio already shouted out Robert Floyd. He's a walk-on from Florida. But you're going to need a couple of these guys to play legitimate snaps for you just because, you know, you have to be able to substitute. Adazio talked about it with the defensive line, but it's especially true in the secondary as well. You're going to get run thin if you don't have the ability to substitute. You're going to need some of these young guys to step up. Who is it that ultimately does? We're going to have to see, but I'm really intrigued about that going into the season. One of the defensive backs I'm I'm really intrigued by is Taiwan Francis. I'm I'm just interested to see how they scheme him. I mean, I, I don't think you're gonna have him playing deep because I think you'll have Henry Blackburn as your strong safety and Logan Stewart as your free safety. And I'll actually touch on that a little bit in a second, but that gives you some flexibility with what you can do with Taiwan Francis. I do think you can put him on some people on the inside, maybe serve as that kind of nickel corner, but that's obviously a really tough role. I really like him just as a guy that would can kind of roam around the line of scrimmage and make, imp- make an impact for you in the run game. But 
you know, that also then puts some more coverage responsibilities on your strong safety who you maybe want making an impact in the run game as well. We'll just have to see it. It'll be interesting to see what kind of fits they, or what, you know, what kind of looks they ultimately give the opposing teams this year, because you have a really strong front seven and you like what you have at in your starting corners. And, you know, you have a couple of safeties that have played a lot of football. It's just kind of behind those guys where the, where the rotation gets a little bit thin or it's just unproven at the very least. I already mentioned him a second ago, but another question I have is, does Henry Blackburn take that next step? I really like what he brings to the table as a safety. He's about six feet tall, 205 pounds, really strong frame. I think you start him as your strong safety, take advantage of that size, let him make an impact for you in the run game because he's just a heat-seeking missile. He's one of those guys who just seems to always be around the football. He he started two games for CSU last year, the, the last two games of the season, was really effective in those games, finished fifth on the team with 23 total tackles. He had 10 tackles in the season finale against San Diego State, so he seems like a guy that's just really ready to, to kind of take that next step and be the impact player for CSU in the secondary I really like his game. I just want to see, can he build off of what he did in a small sample size last year and do it on a larger scale this year in a, in a traditional 12-game season? We've already talked about the fact that, you know, it's it's really unproven behind those starters. You like a lot of these young guys. You know, you like what you have in a Langston Williams and a Jack Howell. But Henry Blackburn, he's already been on the field for you. He's already proven they really need him to step up this year. And I think... I think he's going to do it. I just, he's a guy that I'm really high on and I'm really excited to see what he does this fall. Okay, I've got a couple more questions about the defense that I want to dive into. Before I do, though, everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner college football season. Celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly. You bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings Sportsbook, they're giving you the opportunity to get $200 in free bets. They're actually going to give them to you in eight $25 free bets. All you got to do, place one bet on any college football game. They already have the lines listed for week zero, week one matchups. There's a ton of great value in there, especially because a lot of these teams are a little bit unproven. Because of that, the lines get a little bit skewed, a chance to make some money on the money line, but also just a chance to, to cash in on this awesome opportunity with DraftKings Sportsbook. They're safe, secure, and reliable because they're located right here in the United States. It's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That promo code DNVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I want to shout out Burt Kreischer as well. AEG Presents is thrilled to announce Burt Kreischer live at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. He's going to be joined by Mark Normand. That's going to be an absolutely awesome show. He's incredibly funny. I love everything that he does with Tom Segura. I'm a big fan of his Netflix specials. If you check him out, he did this cool wilderness retreat thing on netflix where he brought in different comedians did all kinds of weird stuff he's a weird dude makes funny videos has a has a hilarious dance off video with tom segura they're just very genuine i mean if you look on twitter there's this one where 
Bert Kreischer, it's, it's first thing in the morning and the dude is drinking Kool-Aid out of like a 60 ounce water bottle. Just an absurd guy. It's gonna be a really, really funny show. If you download the Red Rocks app today, you can grab your tickets to see Bert Kreischer with Mark Norman on September 8th at the best venue in the world. That's Bert Kreischer and Mark Norman at Red Rocks on September 8th. All ages are welcome. You are not going to want to miss out on this show. It really lines up perfectly. I mean, you can watch the season opener for CSU on September 3rd, then in the middle of the week, get a little stand-up comedy action at Red Rocks. Nothing better than a night out at Red Rocks. Trust me, grew up right down the street. My high school graduation was there. Does not get any better than Red Rocks. And then after that, you've got Ag Day with Vanderbilt coming to town. That just sets you up for a kick-ass couple of weeks. Going to be a lot of fun. Shout out to AEG Presents. And make sure you don't miss out on that Burt Kreischer show at Red Rocks on September 8th. All right, now that we paid the bills, let's dive into Devin Phillips. I'm really intrigued to see what type of impact he makes for this defensive line. He was really effective in his two games that he played in last year. He's a guy who's kind of struggled to stay on the on the field for various reasons, whether it be injuries in the past or, you know, last year was obviously a wonky COVID year. But I just think between him and Toby McBride, what you have on that interior is going to be nasty. I mean, they're so stout. It's going to be so difficult to run the football against this team, especially when you've got Scott Patchen and Manny Jones on the edge. You've got Cameron Carter, Daquan Jackson, uh, Brandon Rooks is actually moving to defensive line. You've got a lot of guys that are really experienced in this front seven. You have other experienced players like Ellison Hubbard that you can rotate in. But Devin Phillips, you know, he, he was specifically shouted out by Scott Patchen as one of the guys that he's really excited for this year. Just has potential to be a monster. Six foot two, 305 pounds. You got to love that. And I think what's really important with, with the fact that you bring so many of these veterans back, you can rotate in a way that's going to allow them to keep Toby McBride fresh and effective. It, it was encouraging that he was able to play, you know, 50, 60 snaps in some of these games last year. I think if you can keep him at 40 to 45, just keep him a little bit fresher, maybe potentially reduce the, the risk of injury a little bit more. That would be awesome because you want these guys playing at their highest level. And that's that's the greatest benefit of having an experienced rotation is that you can count on all these guys. You can rotate frequently. You don't need people to be Iron Men because you're you're gonna have to. I mean, Steve Adazio emphasized it multiple times. You're going to need multiple layers of of this defensive line to really step up and, and be effective. And and they have the the guys to do it. So I'm I'm just really excited to see what they look like this year. Fourth question I have for CSU's defense: Can they finally stop the big play? It's it's been a problem for the CSU secondary and, and defense as a whole for. I don't know, basically as long as I can remember my whole life. It's one of those situations, if they stop the run well, then they give up the big play through the air. If they're effective against pass coverage, then they get run all over. They've never been able to consistently stop both, at least in my lifetime. This year, we know that they have the the guys in the front seven. I I think it's going to be really hard to consistently run the football against CSU. When you're going against Air Force, it might be a little bit wonky. Obviously, their triple option presents a different threat altogether. But even so, I mean, I, I like that you have some veterans at least. The pass defense, it's it's a little bit to be determined. There were moments that they were effective, but they still gave up way too many third and long conversions. They still gave up way too many big plays as a whole. It, it just it doesn't matter if you get teams into second and long or third and long. If you then allow them to move the chains anyways, 
You just need some consistency on that back end. Hopefully that comes with a more regular schedule. Obviously guys getting reps a little bit uh, more consistently this fall. It's not, you know, interrupted by COVID-19, at least at this point, uh, at least at this point, excuse me, getting tongue tied, knock on wood there. I don't know. I'm just, you have to be able to stop the big play because I, I, I think they're going to put teams in second and third and long pretty frequently just with how stout they are on that defensive line. They're going to be able to bring the pressure when teams want to pass. And I already said that it's going to be hard to run against them. You just need to make sure that you're not then blowing it in those situations. You just got to get off the field. And, and that's what CSU kind of struggled to do against Fresno State. It's what they struggled to do against Boise State last year. Things have to be different this year. The other thing you want to see different is turnovers. Can CSU force more turnovers this year? They only had three last season in four games. You had two fumble recoveries, one interception. Marshawn Cameron, he had a pick six to set the, the tone against Wyoming. He also forced a fumble, which was recovered by Cameron Carter. And then a couple of weeks later, Logan Stewart forced a fumble, which was recovered by Daquan Jackson in the Boise State game. You need more momentum flipping plays from this defense. If you can control the tempo on offense, run the football effectively, and then you know score in the red zone, which is something that CSU is kind of trying to work on here at the end of the camp, and then also steal a couple of possessions on defense, it's going to put you in position to win most times. Obviously, weird stuff can happen in a game like football, but if you control possession, if you don't turn the football over yourself, you force the other team to to turn the ball over a couple of times as well, I mean, you're going to win. It's a recipe for success. It's proven it can win, and especially with a team like CSU, which probably isn't going to be the highest scoring offense in the world. You you hope that this team can move the football effectively and then score, especially when they get in the red zone, but I don't think we expect them to be a 30 points per game type offense. I think it's probably at its peak, you know, 25, 26 points per game, maybe even something more like 23, 24, and hopefully not lower than that. You just need the defense to do enough. And I think they have the talent to do it. They just kind of got to take off what they did last year and, and build from it. So we'll see. There's a lot of unproven commodities at this point when it comes to the defense. All right, that's all I have for today's episode of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. We'll be back with more camp coverage throughout the week. Going to have all kinds of season preview stuff as we get closer to that September 3rd opener. Going to be here before we know it. I absolutely cannot wait. I know you can't either. Going to be a blast. Shout out to everybody that continues to support the content. You make my dreams come true. And again, we got that Trey McBride shirt launching uh, before the season. It'll be here before we know it. Going to be a blast. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.